Hey, Gabby. Hey. So today we're talking about relationships. Okay. It seems like it's everybody's favorite topic. You like it, yes. <laughs> so I want to talk about like how do you know when or if you're even ready to be in a relationship? Because <laughs> everybody <laughs> thinks. There, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody thinks they're ready for a relationship. That's true. And yes. they don't consider, there's so many things that are not considered. It's just like, I want to date somebody. Well, I think it's, that's what it is. I think it's mm-hmm. just like, I want to date. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in it's a relationship. It's what you want, not it's what you're not ready for. It's not what you're ready for. And I think that's the issue is people aren't spending enough time to be single mm-hmm. to really know when they're really ready, when they've been healed, when they've let go of some of that trauma, um, when they just like themselves as a person. Um uh, that goes to our other episodes that we've talked about, you know, trying to find validation in people mm-hmm. or in roles that you're in. And it's like, you can't think that you're ready just, just ba- based off the fact that you want, you want it. it. <laughs> like, like yeah. I want a million dollars. I mean, I think I'm ready for a million dollars. Maybe not everyone See, can say that. I might that. not be. You yeah, know, I might not right. be ready for a million dollars. Just because you want something doesn't mean you're ready for it. There's mm-hmm. a preparation time for it. If you really want something that's long-lasting and sustainable, you got to put in some work, you some self-evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like if you, a business, you know, you want a yeah. business, but if a business just was to fall into your lap right now, somebody gave you an LLC or whatever in a building mm-hmm. and everything, how fast would your business come crashing down? Right. Or would We're it become very successful because you aren't ready for it? Mm-hmm. And is there a certain, is there a such thing as being ready? Like, or you know, what do you feel like you need necessarily to be considered ready for a relationship? Well, you know what? I feel like, again, this is kind of situational. Mm -hmm. Um, I think every person has their own desires. I think every person has their own needs and wants when it comes to relationship. They have their own pace in life. So it might look different based off of each person's experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever 100% ready for yeah. really anything in life. You got to <laughs> get mean, in there I mean, even as too, a parent, too. like, when you have a baby, you can read as many books as you want to read, but you're not necessarily ready until you get into it and start mm-hmm. doing the work. Um, so I don't think anyone's ever 100% ready or have arrived there mm-hmm. to be the perfect boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a process. Some things are learned through yes, the experience. Yes, you have to get into the experience. But some things. But no, I do, I personally believe, at least for me, there are some things that I would like to have accomplished before I get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. One thing is I really want to, which I have been doing the work, is really being healed from mm-hmm. past traumas of yeah. relationships. I think one of the issues is that people, and not even just relationships, some people have like traumas from their childhood like mm-hmm. and things like that and, and they trickle into their relationship mm-hmm. but um you know putting in the work to be healed from those things or um maybe i'm not all the way there being healed but i've done so much work and i've come so far mm-hmm. that's one of my kind of like stipulations of knowing when i'm i'm more ready to be opened uh to, for love i feel like uh this is just my personal thought is i want to be uh, financially stable, yes, um, especially for marriage, mm-hmm. um, because and again, this is different for everyone. Because sometimes there are women who get married when they're twenty, mm-hmm. and they've barely worked, and they're not financially stable, yeah. and they don't know how to budget and whatnot. And not just women; I'm, I'm sure men too. But um, so that's why I said it's different for everyone. But for me, I'm 
I'm 33 years old. Um, <laughs> and actually, I was just listening to a podcast a snippet a couple of days ago, and it was talking about um, like these quote unquote independent strong women and um like the men were kind of having a disagreement like one man was like no i don't want an independent strong woman and the other men were like i need an independent strong woman i want Mm -hmm. her to have her you know stuff together i don't want her to be this weak woman Mm -hmm. and then the woman (laughs) the woman who chimed in was like just because i am 32 with a house and a car doesn't mean i'm strong and independent i'm just being an adult an adult (laughs) i'm just just being an adult and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> That's like, so I, true. I feel like for me at this age, where I'm at at 33, like I want to have those things together mm-hmm. for myself. I don't want to be this damsel in distress looking for her Prince Charming to come save her and wipe away all her issues. Mm-hmm. So once I start having, which I, you know, have a lot of those things in order, um, I think for me, it's just, are you ready to potentially be heartbroken again? And I don't want to sound pessimistic about that but in all honesty when you open your up yourself up to a new relationship there is a very small chance mm-hmm. that you could be heartbroken again so for me it's like am i ready to potentially be heartbroken again to potentially to yeah. potentially be um so that's where i'm at in regards to am i ready i feel like on paper i'm ready i feel like even healing like where my heart is now where mm-hmm. my mind is now i feel like i'm as ready as i've ever been in a long time it's just that that next step over the threshold of like okay give your number to someone like that that will be like that will be the 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 way that will be doing it like is once i give my number to someone i'm like okay i gotta be ready now i gave him my number yeah (laughs) i mean i definitely agree with that a lot of the things you said especially like financially because that is one of the top reasons for divorce you Mm -hmm. know is financial issues and man i mean i've been there when you're struggling financially, it is a whole other level of stress. Yeah. Like, you, and you're an adult, so you really don't have anybody to fall back on to take care of you or to help you. It's just on y'all two to figure it out. So, if you imagine being in a stressful situation financially, you don't feel like being lovey-dovey and affectionate Mm -hmm. or anything. All you want to do is figure out how to pay the bills, figure out this, figure out that. And, you know, so that can be a huge strain. So, being financially stable is definitely... Um, something that I think you should have before you get into a relationship. Um, I would definitely say your foundation, spirituality, understand those things. You might want to make sure the person that you get into a relationship with understands those things as well, because you don't want to, like, I can't imagine getting married to someone and then later down the line, they were to start talking about like crystals and charging their crystals and stuff like i would be like oh my goodness you know what i mean so that was something that i felt like we both had established before we got into a marriage one thing that i kind of get confused on is like so let me ask you this yeah what do you think i'll say for your son is a good age to start dating where he would be allowed to say hi i have a girlfriend oh so if my son wanted a girlfriend what age would i let him so i've always told him I would not let him date until he was in high school. Okay. Um, I think part of it was because that was my rule. <laughs> I was not allowed to date till, until I was in high school. Okay. And looking back, like back then I thought that's unfair. Everyone else has boyfriend and girlfriends. And looking back now as an adult, I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've also heard about people, you know, having sex in middle school mm-hmm. and things like that. That I'm like, you know, you know it could have been me if I was allowed to date, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
but even now, I mean, my son is 15 and I still sometimes I'm like, am I ready for him? And, and, that, and it's really not, am I ready? Is he ready? But, but am I ready as his mother? And what I have told my son is, unless you really, really like this girl, you really want to be in a relationship and you have the right mindset of what that is. And for a teenager, it's kind of different, I'm mm -hmm. sure. Um, I personally tell him, stay single. Mm -hmm. um, I tell him that you're still a kid. Even though you're a teenager, you're still a kid. You have so much life to live. Mm -hmm. And I really want him to, I don't want him to grow up too fast. Yeah, I sometimes definitely. think that relationships can make you grow up too fast. It opens up to, obviously, it can open up to sex. It can open up to just frivolous drama. Mm -hmm. Especially in high school. I can't tell you how many times I've heard with girls fighting over the same guy and just crazy things that it's like I don't want you to put yourself in that position I do believe that you know establishing relationships when you're younger it kind of helps you build up for when you're older and, mm -hmm. and you learn things so I, I do understand that there are pros and cons to both but as a mom I'm like just please stay a kid as long as you yeah, can yeah. so technically well, that was like a long story short. <laughs> no, not even a long story short. That was a long story, long story. <laughs> um, he would be allowed mm -hmm. at this age, you know, based off of the the discussions we've had. I just would hope that he would wait a little bit longer yeah. and just get a little bit older and be a little bit more, like, actually ready for it and not just, oh, all my friends have girlfriends, so I think I should have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the pressures. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And the reason why I ask that is because... You know, you can say like, oh, I think you should be uh, financially stable and you should own a home and you should have health care and everything before. But I'm like, some people start relationships in high school yeah, and then true. they get married. I just seen a couple posts there before and after. It was a picture of them in middle school together. And then it wow. was a picture of them now as adults getting married. And I'm like... I don't know. Now, I'm, I wouldn't let my kids date in middle school. I just yeah. feel like I will wait till high school yeah. as well. I got daughters, though, so it might be <laughs> 11th grade. I don't right. know. But I think that, like, I love what you're telling your son because I think that whether he's 15, 17, or 21, he's understanding now that I'm not dating because that's what people do. Yeah. I'm not dating because she's cute. I'm not dating right. because... Now, I feel like because of what you're telling him mm -hmm. at 15, when he does, if he does get in a relationship at this age, it is going to be because he is really like that right. person. He likes them for who they are and he wants to be a good person to them. Yeah. It'll be innocent. It'll be all the right reasons. Yeah. And that is the whole thing is like the right reasons. The right reasons. That has, oh that plays the biggest part into it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like people will use you. Even teenage boys will use you oh, and yeah, make sure. fun of you and put you down. You know what I mean? But if you're a teenager and you're a good person and you have a good character and you're doing things for the right reason, you may be more ready for a relationship yeah. than a lot of 30 year olds. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. I mean, I think that's a, a, an amazing thing to like bring up is like, are you getting into a relationship for the right reasons? Are you making these commitments for the right reasons mm -hmm. or just because it's the thing to do? Mm -hmm. It's because you've hit that that milestone in life. You know, sometimes people in their 20s, they assume, oh, I'm, I don't know, 24, <laughs> 25, mm -hmm. and I've gone to college and maybe I've established a really good career or I'm, I'm starting a really good career or I'm starting this new venture in life. Now it's the time to get married or now I'm 28 and I've been married. Now it's time to have babies. It's like 
what pace are you trying to run at? You know, mm -hmm. what what are the reasons of you getting into these relationships? Is it because it's the thing to do mm -hmm. and it's the pressures that are around you? Or is it because this is something that I want? Like you were saying, it's the innocent. It's like, I really like this person. Not like, mm -hmm. oh, it just looks good for me. Because some people yes. do it just because of the looks. Like, it mm -hmm. looks good for me. Yep. You got to have the right reasons. You got to be a good person. Those are probably the most important things. Like, I've seen people get into relationships with people who are just not good people. Yeah. Um, I went out on a date a long time ago before I was ever even a mom. And this guy, like, he took me out. And mm -hmm. then the waitress actually ended up being an old friend of mine. Mm, okay. Um, from, she was an old co-worker. Yeah. And she was so sweet to both of us. We just caught up for probably, like, you know, three or four minutes. And she left. And he, like, was going to give her a tip. Mm -hmm. And he pulled out like a 20, I think. And then he put it back. And then I think he pulled out a 10. And then he put it back. And he was like, I'm not about to give that B. Oh. You know. Yeah. He oh was my. like, man, F that. I'm not about to. And he put a $5 bill on there. And I just felt like, wow. <laughs> this crazy. is how you talk about people who were very kind to you. Right. She you had good customer wrong. service. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, what in the world? That was our last date. Mm -hmm. can, I couldn't imagine continuing to go out with him like, well, he's treating me good. He right. ain't treating... No, like, I want you to be a good person. A good person. I don't want to have to worry about going out somewhere with you and you acting crazy or getting smart or being disrespectful or anything like that. I want a good person. Yes. And I feel like that... And it's, it's not the standard, unfortunately. I think that should be the standard of, like, mm -hmm. just wanting to be with a good individual. I think some people are so caught up in their traumas mm -hmm. that they oftentimes look for that in other people and other relationships. So if they had, like, a toxic parent mm -hmm. or they had um, a sibling who maybe had toxicity growing up in relationships, sometimes they actually look for that in their partners um mm -hmm. because they're so attached to their trauma they haven't broken away for it mm -hmm. from it it's familiar so it's familiar so they find someone just as broken as they are mm -hmm. um trauma bonds yeah, are real just as broken as they are because it feels comfortable mm -hmm. it's hard when you're stuck in a broken place and you try to get someone who's more healed and more whole mm -hmm. because it oftentimes will reflect back to you on how you're not that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people will look for that. But you would just think that, you know, common sense. You'd be like, mm. I just want a good person. And it t it's a lot of times not. <sighs> but even one step further, you know, I don't want not just a good person, but the, the person for me. Mm -hmm. Because I've known a lot of good people and I don't believe I, I think I've gone through this like five different <laughs> times back and forth of of soulmates do I believe it do I not do I believe it do I not I believed it for a while and then I didn't believe it for a while and then I believed it and now I feel like I'm back at a place where I don't believe it in the sense that I don't feel like there's that one person who was created just for you and if you don't marry them like the whole universe is yeah. is all thrown off that makes like sense. <laughs> I believe that there are I believe that people will come into your path. There will be good options. There will be better options. There will be terrible options. Like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Don't date them. Don't marry them. Don't be with them. Don't even talk to them. <laughs> like, this person's not good for you. Um, so I think that there are a lot of good people that I've talked to. There's been a lot of, like, really, like, genuinely nice men that I've went on a date with. But just because they were a good person didn't necessarily mean that they had all the qualities mm -hmm. I'm looking for in a husband. 
or even vice versa. I may have not had the qualities that they were looking for at the time for a wife. Yeah. So, yes, you want a good person. But I think even one step further when you're getting ready to enter that relationship is, like, what what are the morals and the values? What is this person's foundation? You know, if, um, you know, if you take away the accolades and the money and things like that, yes. the flashy things, would you still want this person? Is this person still... Um, I don't want to, I don't like to say satisfying you, but would you still be happy with this yeah. person if they didn't have all the glitz and glamour? Mm-hmm. You I know? mean, looks and attraction are extremely important extremely. in a relationship. <laughs> Very. Um, but ask yourself, if they weren't attractive, would you still love being around them? Because you know something what I mean? can happen to yeah. their looks. Yep. You don't their know. Their personality. Do you actually like it or do you just <laughs> like, like being person. attached to? Do you <laughs> yeah, like, like the them? person? <laughs> if you don't There's like them, that's, that's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Compatibility is, is so deep. And that's so why deep. I do feel like I, I'm like it's good to hold off on sex because yeah. you have so many conversations. You get to know each other on such a deep level. Yeah. I wish that these young people now would like... I sound like I'm 50 years old. I wish these young bucks, whippersnappers, snappers would take their time um, and really just get to know somebody. It seems like nobody wants to get to know them first. Like, see how they are around their family. Have a friendship. See how they are around their family. See if they have kids. See how they handle their kids. Mm -hmm. See how they co-parent. Make sure there's no crazy exes popping up. Whatever it is. And then get to know them. I think that. I don't know how I feel about soulmates either. Mm -hmm. The whole concept is kind of weird. Like, I feel like if God created somebody specifically for us, then we wouldn't be out here just having to find them. Like, they would would be right there for me. Yeah. Like, like, hey, Adam, here's Eve. (laughs) Then, like, hey, Gabby, here's Steve. Whoever. I don't know. (laughs) But, like, that's why I feel like, too. Steve, you out there? Steve? That's a prophecy. (laughs) Prophesy. Come on, Steve. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No. We do got to Oh, no, Jesus. No, no, no. I renege. Okay. In the name of Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. No, Jesus. We were just playing, God. Just playing. <laughs> Steve, I didn't Steve. mean that. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. But I feel like me and my husband, although I don't believe so much in soulmates, I feel like he definitely put us together for a reason. There are so many levels that the two of us connect Mm -hmm. on because we're extremely similar and because we're very opposite. Okay. And it's like, for uh, for an example, some of our traumas that we dealt with Mm -hmm. in childhood, like... You know, one thing that we connect on is that we both want to be extremely, incredibly supportive yeah. of our children because that's not something that we experienced in childhood. Whether it was because they, my mom was extremely hardworking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His mom didn't have the most help. Yeah. And so some of the things that we really dreamed of doing kind of, you know, yeah. got pushed to the back burner. Sure. So we're both like, I don't care. There's never going to be a job that's yeah. going to stop me from going to right. see my kids piano recital, anything that they say they want to do. I'm going to make that happen. It's going to be a priority. So that's just one example yeah. of an area that we connect. And then there's also areas where we're very different. Um, I was always, I don't know the adjective to use for this, but I've always been kind of very observant of people's energy and attitude and I've mm-hmm. always kind of fed off of it yeah. where him on the other hand he won't let anybody's attitude dictate his attitude mm-hmm. so people can literally be being rude to them and he'll still be like good morning how you been what's up like good to see you and I would and then with us together I would sit back and look like 
why were you being so nice to her? She literally had an attitude. She was rolling her eyes at you. Or he was being rude. And he like, what that got to do with me? So, you know, we kind of like balance each other out where yeah. he's like teaching me, like, don't focus so much on that. Don't let people dictate you. But I'm also helping him too to not be as naive mm-hmm. and to kind of pay attention to a certain thing. So yeah. you help each other out. You we help each, each other, other out, out in so many different ways. And I think that's super important. The, the point that you made about the connection on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's extremely important, and for me at least. Like, I can't just say you're physically attractive um, and that's why I want to be with you. And, yeah. like, I'm not attracted to you on other levels. I can't just say, oh, you're a really good person. Like, mm-hmm. you're a really good person. And, like, like you're nice. <laughs> and and that's the only thing. Like, I have to be attracted to you on all levels if i'm going to be married to you especially in that and it starts obviously in, in in a relationship boyfriend and girlfriend you start to see those those attributes of that person see those connections being formed but like if i'm going to spend the rest of my life with you i can't like not be attracted to you in yeah like, I, I just fade. i just cannot like it's not possible for yeah me. <laughs> looks actually do fade and even if you are the finest, who who can you say? I don't know who's fine. You think Drake is fine. And say y'all go on a date and he is just like... Hey, Drake. <laughs> hey, Drake. But what if you... Um, you What if Drake was listening to this? That would That's be so why I cool. said, hey, Drake. You know, I, as of now, um, July 6, 2022, I am single. You know. Okay. I'm ready but, to mingle for you. Well, I'm going to ruin your little dream right now. Because what if you went out with him as fine as you believe he is? Or Omarion. Ooh, Omarion. And when you got there, mm-hmm. they were kind of treating you like a groupie. Or like, oh, he's done. He's done. I don't <laughs> care how I'm fine saying. you are. I'm, the looks don't even matter anymore. Because done. you that just dropped you down to like a two. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah. Your attitude is so much deeper For than sure. just having somebody who yeah, looks no, good. Yeah, no, not just someone that looks good. Because like, not even looks fade with just age, but I can't say how many stories I've read of, like, people getting into terrible accidents, um, you know, things happening. They get into a house fire. They get into a car accident. And their looks just change. Maybe they get mm-hmm. sick. Maybe they have cancer. And now they're very frail and skinny. And mm-hmm. it's like those things change. And, yes, it's important for sure. But once I've established a relationship with you, mm-hmm. like, if that happens, and, like, I'm in, in a relationship with you, I'm married to you, and that look goes away, like, I've already established so many other connections with you so that many, are so, so important deeper. to me. And, again, that's just me. There are some very superficial, which I would say superficial. That's just my I, judgment, I guess, if you want to call it, on people who think, like, you have to be this, like, beautiful man or woman all the time, and once that goes, like, I'm gone, too. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's just so immature to me. Yeah, I like that point that you made about accidents, because that's literally something that I asked myself before I got married. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought, I tried to think of everything. I'm like, what if he, God forbid, got paralyzed from the waist down mm-hmm. and can never have sex again? Yeah. And yeah. I really was like, then I'm willing to not have sex again because because you made that that connection exactly with him. and he can't so he can't deeper. either so why should I be like well you're the one with the issue I can still go out yeah. and do me and there's other ways so, honey so there's other <laughs> you know, ways there's other things that can be done but I love my husband enough to say yeah. like if you have to ask yourself what if this happened to them I would be gone then you probably aren't ready to you're get not married. ready you're not ready or like you're just very selfish and if that's the case then you probably just shouldn't be married like yeah. if, if that's where your values are my opinion, just don't get married. Just date around mm-hmm. and, and have fun because I don't 
I, God forbid, would not ever want to get married to someone who has that mentality. And I think these these are the conversations that are important to have with someone mm-hmm. to to know if you're ready to take the next step with them. Like mm-hmm. if I sit down with someone and I say, you know, what if A, B, C, D happens or would you be able to accept this or that? And he's like, absolutely not. And that goes against my values. Then I know I'm not ready for a relationship with mm-hmm. you. Like it's not even on the table anymore. Yeah. Um, I think too, like, you know, what you mentioned about parenting mm, yeah. um, earlier. And it's like, for me, I think maybe because I am a mother already, I feel like even before I was a mom, it was very important to me about someone's parenting styles. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially when you're going to have a blended family and yeah. you have a blended family, mm-hmm. um, it's important to know what their parenting styles are um, because mm-hmm. you guys might have grown up in different households where discipline was different or mm-hmm. pouring into your children was different. And you want to make sure that when you're raising children together that you know, I mean, obviously balance each other out for sure, but that you're on the same, you're yes. on the same level, you're on the same page mm-hmm. in regards to that, because I would hate to get, well, I wouldn't even get with someone like this, but I wouldn't want to get into a uh, a marriage with a man who's now going to be a father figure to my son, who's like, oh yeah, let him do whatever he wants, whenever he, <laughs> he don't have a curfew, he can get a tattoo, like, just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting a little, you know, dramatic, but <laughs> there are parents who are like that, who yeah. are like, they're their own person, let them do whatever they want, say whatever they want, act whatever they want, they're their own person, if that works for you, that works for you, but as for me and my household, no. Yeah, I <laughs> totally agree, parenting is a huge um, factor as far as like for me one of the biggest things is like are you someone who i would want to set an example for Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then you have a son too so this would essentially become like a mentor a father figure to him and that is a big role to fill like i can't marry you and then have you laying on the couch playing video games all day while i'm telling my son no no daddy got passionate like listen uh -uh." don't don't even come to my direction if okay. you think that's what's going to be Because then house. you got a son that's like, well, how come he can play video games all yeah, day? And, no. that, and that actually happens in relationships it because it's like I'm trying to teach my child something that I'm not even upholding yeah. for the man in my life. And that's mm-hmm. insane to me. Insane. I cannot be with a man who I wouldn't want my daughters to be with someone that's like yeah. them. Like I see how my, I know my daughter see how my husband treats me. Mm-hmm. He sets a really great example and I pray that they find somebody like that like that's just one of my biggest fears honestly is my kids getting in relationships because there's so much mess out here Mm -hmm. people manipulating and I just don't know what I'm capable of if somebody like (laughs) hurting my child and trying to use and manipulate them Mm -hmm. but I feel like because they have that male example in their life of you know what it's like to be honest what it's like to be trustworthy that is something that's very important and then I think on another side of it something that I did not have to experience because my husband didn't have kids prior to me um is if you do get with someone with children mm-hmm. what is their relationship like with their kids mom yeah that can be a huge um that could be a huge sign i guess for your future like what is their relationship like 
Do they only see their kids twice a week? Do they have any idea what their kids' schedule looks like during the week? Like, I personally, and this is no judgment, but me personally, I could never just be a weekend parent. If it had to be to the point where I only see my kid on the weekend, okay. But I guarantee you I'm talking to them all day, every day. I'm checking on schoolwork. As involved as possible. possible, But I'm not just going to pick them up on the weekend and have no idea. It's more common now in society. It's It's very common. And I've seen it. And and I say this from my own experience. I've seen it with men. I'm not to say that women don't have this situation. I'm sure Mm -hmm. there are some weekend moms out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, Black China was put on blast as a weekend mom. I think she has her kids like two days a week and the men have their kids all the time. Anyways, that's a whole other story. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's it's more common now. And, you know, I tried to be... I try to be cautious in that because no, I would, I, I don't, I would hope that no one desires to be a weekend parent, even though there are some people who do. But um, I have to be empathetic about what that situation may be because sometimes these men have really toxic baby moms, and they will do everything they can to hurt the man. Mm-hmm. And in one of the cases, it's like. I'm going to withhold your children or we're going to go to the courts and I'm going to say these things so that you can't have all the time that you want Mm -hmm. them or I'm going to make it real difficult for you to get them other days of the week because they're just bitter women who are just, well, we said before in another episode, desperate for love. You're mad that it didn't work out with them, so now you're going to take it out on the kids. That's a whole other episode. But, you know, I try to be understanding so if i was to get with a man he was like yeah i can only get my kids Mm -hmm. on the weekend and i find out the reasoning and the reasoning is because the baby mom's blocking it Mm -hmm. um first off if i'm going to be his wife i'm coming to her Mm -hmm. like as as now i'm his wife and those kids i would look at as my kids now Mm -hmm. i'm going to come to you as a woman i'm not going to be disrespectful but i'm going to let let you know that this is wrong Mm -hmm. especially if he's a good father yeah Uh, because now i'm stepping into that family Mm -hmm. and we're going to have to deal with each other and that's one thing i won't back down from is if i was to get with a man who had um issues but that's not necessarily a um it's a red flag if you have issues with your, your baby mom or your baby dad, I guess for me, your baby mom. Um, but it's not a, like, it doesn't close the door. Yeah, it's for not that. an absolute no. It's because not an absolute you no. You kind of have to dig a little bit to see. You do. And you, it'll reveal itself pretty soon. If you're feeling somebody, you're dating somebody, you find out they have kids, and you slowly start to see they don't see them as much. Um, you'll also see that they're fighting all the time to get them. You'll also see their effort. But if you're not seeing any effort and they're telling you, oh, she just won't let... People tell it, they do it all the time. Oh, she just won't let me see my kid. But I never see you try. You know what I mean? It'll reveal itself. So as soon as you see that, you know that that may not be someone who you want in your kid's life. But you can tell when... You can just tell when people are lying to you. You can tell, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know we talked a little bit earlier about being healed. You know, I, I feel like that's one of my stipulations, um, is that I personally want to, you know, get rid of as much baggage as, baggage as I can mm-hmm. before I enter a relationship. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think people should work on healing themselves? Do you think that, hey, like, I just got into this toxic <laughs> relationship, but I met someone that I really, really like. Like, let's just jump right into that and yeah. carry all my mess in there. I think that it can work if okay. you're not completely healed. I feel like my situation is a little bit different because... Mm-hmm. We got married so young and we had a lot of stuff to work through. We didn't realize it. And I feel like because of the fact that we were married already and we um, 
we didn't want to get a divorce and we had a family, it kind of forced us to work on our issues as opposed to like if I was just dating someone and some of that stuff started coming out, we might have just gone our separate ways. So we're always grateful. We always say like we probably should have waited and healed, but maybe God meant it to happen the way that it happened because it forced us to grow and heal together. Um, But I, I think that if you can. Okay. And that's why it's so good. Like we talked about last episode, it's so good to have a single se- season. For sure. And to focus yeah. on yourself because it's, it's so beneficial. It is. Because so you can see ways. clearly all yeah. of the things that we're talking about, about seeing if somebody is re- ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you will see them more clearly if you've had time to actually heal from yeah. your last situation. You may, I've, I've been in a position before where I got out of a relationship with somebody that I really care for. And as soon as we broke up, all I wanted was to find somebody just like him, mm. which is crazy because he crazy. broke my heart right. into pieces. Like, I don't want no one like you, period. <laughs> exactly. At I was all. like, I need to the find someone opposite. like him. <laughs> and it's like, if I would have taken the time to heal first, I would have been like, no, you don't want anything like anything. that. So, yeah, I definitely agree that healing is super beneficial to having a successful relationship because yeah, you're definitely. not always going to run into that person who... Um, is going to be as patient. It's going to be yeah. as understanding. Like me and my husband talk about it all the time. Is that like, you know, maybe if he was with somebody else, that woman may not have had the patience with him mm. that I've had, you yeah. know, watching him kind of struggle to find his way into yeah. being a man and vice versa. Same thing. I don't know if maybe there's a man out there who wouldn't have the patience. You know, there's some things I hear men say that they want in a woman. They, my wife has to have this. She has to be this. She has to be that. And I've been a wife. And in the past, I didn't have those things. Yeah. I didn't even know those things. Right. But my husband has the patience to help me grow and become those yeah. things. And it's just that much more rewarding because we have the patience. So that's another attribute that's extremely important to look for in somebody. And that's what scares me. Sometimes about people in their thirties dating, I just, I just like, I hope people still have patience. Oh, I feel yeah, like everybody right. expects everybody to come into it already perfect. No, like I'm not gonna be and, perfect. And and you have to also understand when it comes to love, everyone requires love differently. Mm-hmm. So you may have been in a relationship with someone and you gave them love in one certain way and that was okay for them, but when you enter into a new relationship, you can't think that the love that you gave to the last person is going to work for this person. Yes. Uh, everyone requires love differently. This is on all spectrums, mm-hmm. like in all relationships that you're ever in in life. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs, like if I sit here and I tell you as my boyfriend, my husband, my fiance, that this is how I need to be loved. Mm-hmm. If Well, I shouldn't say it's my husband because I'm not just like how out beast. <laughs> but like if I'm telling you as my boyfriend, this is how I need to be loved. This is my love requirements. And they're not like crazy, ridiculous things. I'm mm-hmm. not like out there with stuff but you can't give that to me, then I automatically know, like, you're not going to ever be able to properly love me. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just expect that just because you gave them what you think love looks like and what you think your best of love is doesn't mean that it's going to meet their requirements. Mm -hmm. And I wish people would understand that more because they just think, well, I love you. And it's like, there's so much more to that. You can't yeah. just say, I love you. Like, I need time. Like, I need, you know, if we talk about, like, love language. I need physical touch, and I need quality time, and I need words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Those are my top three. I need those things. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't have those things, I don't feel like you're really showing me how I receive love mm-hmm. the best way. And I feel like when people, you know, don't do that, like, they, they just... 
you just have to come to the conclusion that you need to be selfless Mm -hmm. in that. You know, if you're not selfless in a relationship, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be so hard to be selfish. It's going to be so hard to be self-centered in Mm -hmm. that. Like, you need to learn how to grow in that. And um, I feel like you learn that in your single season. When you allow yourself to be single, you learn how you want to be loved. Mm. And I think that... A lot of us operate out of a place of selfishness, you Mm -hmm. know, and we're not, not everybody is like this, but a lot of us are accustomed to doing what we want to do, what we like to do. Mm -hmm. We don't always have the mentality of doing what needs to be done or just going out of our way to do something for someone else and getting pleasure from that. Like maybe if your man is on his feet all day and, you know, he come home, take a shower, rub his feet. Sometimes maybe that doesn't come naturally to you because... It doesn't feel good to you. You don't get pleasure out of it. But being selfless and thinking about someone else's needs. I hear a lot of uh, couples get the love languages mixed up. And they say, oh, I always compliment him because my love language is words of affirmation. And I'm like, that is backwards. (laughs) You're going to compliment him all day long. And he's going to be like, thanks, babe. But his affirmation is physical touch. And you all the way on the other side of the couch. So he's not feeling loved. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I need to feel your love. I need to feel you touch me. I want to feel you. Or if it's gifts. Yeah. You know, gifts. And I know some people may think that's shallow, but if that's someone's love language, language. you know, uh, Andy Mineo said in one of his songs, like, um, if you want to know what a man really loves, pay attention to how he spends his money. Like, Mm -hmm. and I thought that was, because he he was talking about um, how he saved $20,000 for his wedding before he ever met a wife. I was like, oh my goodness, right? I know she was happy, like, oh my gosh. But that's true because, um, you know, especially if you're a frugal person and then you're spending your money on her, that's going to make her feel so special and the same as the opposite. And a lot of times a person, because our love languages change yeah, over the years, sure. mm-hmm. a lot of times it becomes the thing that's the most difficult for you to give mm-hmm. because that's the thing that's going to make them the most feel the most special. Yeah. If you're not a touchy-feely person, but for them, you're all hands-on, mm-hmm. that may make their love language become physical touch. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of effort and it takes a whole lot of selflessness. Man, I was just thinking, this is probably like a whole another episode, <laughs> but we're talking about relationships and love and, you know, talking about loving people the way that they need to be loved. Like, I've, I realized, and, and I've only ever been in a couple of relationships, so I guess, I don't know if it's <laughs> bad, but I, at 33, I don't think I've ever really been loved the way that I require love. Like, I don't mm. think I've ever been loved to the extent of what I needed in love, you mm. know? I think I've been loved based off of what other people thought I needed or based off of what they thought was their best. Mm-hmm. But when I think about it, I'm like, man, that's crazy to yeah. think that, you know, you could be in relationships with people or give mm-hmm. all your time and energy to people and they not give you what you need yeah. in regards to love. It's crazy, but I can see it because you know, people have an idea of what women want. And so I'm Mm going to give you what every woman wants. You know what I mean? And then it kind of feels like you feel ungrateful because 
you want to be appreciative of the things you're getting, but you're not getting. You're not getting what you need. We're all different and we all have different needs. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's so important when you're looking and entering a relationship and seeing if you're ready for one to see if you understand what love you need. Mm -hmm. If you understand if you have the capability, which I think we all have the capability, but if you have uh, the desire to put some of your pride aside um, and, and really do and be what that person that you're in a relationship needs mm-hmm. in that. And, you know, obviously I'm not talking about the situations where we hear these cults and <laughs> and this man tells all these women that he needs all these wives and that, you know, obviously, like you that. know, there's, 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 there's We're talking about monogamy here, first of all. <laughs> and and <laughs> even in that, because sometimes people will, there's manipulators mm-hmm. and they will manipulate you into, you know, a relationship and they'll manipulate they will manipulate you into staying in a relationship or to that that you even deserve the love that they're giving you. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, obviously use discernment in that. Mm-hmm. But I, that's, I goes back to what we were talking about. I think that's why singleness is so important mm-hmm. because you learn those things for yourself yeah. and what you are, you know, willing to accept and not to accept. So, like, do you feel that I've always heard this <laughs> and and – as I've gotten older, I'm like, no. So you hear, <laughs> and this is me, I don't know. Um, you hear people talk about, you know, date for potential. Mm-hmm. I used to hear that all the time when I was younger. Um, I, I would hear women be like, oh, he has potential, like date him. And as I've got gotten older, I've come to terms of not necessarily dating for potential or mm-hmm. not necessarily desiring to date for potential um, because I truly believe we all have potential. Mm-hmm. I believe we all have potential. And I believe that the vast majority of us do not tap into the fullness of the potential we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because you have the potential of being a great person, a great father, a great husband, a great money manager, doesn't mean that you will ever tap into that potential. So now when I look at it, I think if you were to... Hopefully you would change. You know, I'm, I'm hoping people are always growing and changing and evolving. But if you would never change, would I be happy with who you are now? Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not happy with who you are now, is it things that we can talk through? Because sometimes you just need someone else in your life to inspire you, yeah. you know, and to motivate you. But if I see that you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're just the same, you're stuck in your ways, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not... I'm not here to change anyone. Yeah. I am not here to change you. Now, if I influence you, mm-hmm. great. That's great. It's wonderful. But I am not going to get into a relationship because you have potential and now I'm trying to force you to be another person. Mm-hmm. If I have to force you to be another person, I, we don't need to be together. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, we don't need to be nope. together. So I don't want to date for potential. Yeah. I want to see who you are right now. Do I love who you are now? Sure, if you grow and we grow together and we evolve and we become better, I'm probably going to fall more in love with you. But if mm-hmm. that doesn't happen, am I okay with who you are now? Exactly. Yeah, I like that. I think that um, it's circum- circumstantial. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to use your discernment. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, have a friendship first. Yeah. Because Super a lot important. of, so many things get weeded out when you just take your time. Mm-hmm. I just seen a TikTok where a lady was talking about she met a guy. He wasn't working, but he said he was getting ready to go to school. And she let him move in. And then he never ended up going to school. Oh and my. all these excuses. And I'm like, 
well, had you waited, maybe y'all could have waited a little bit longer yeah. until he was in school. Now, an example, if you met a guy and he said that I'm not working right now, um, but it's because I'm in trucking school okay. or I'm getting ready to start trucking school and y'all have been hanging out for two or three months and you haven't heard anything else and he's living with his mom and he don't have a job and every time you bring it up, it's some crazy excuse. Some, something else. You yeah. know what I mean? If y'all are talking and y'all are friends in that scenario, you should have seen him enroll in school or start school yeah, or something. be going through the progress. You can see when a person has potential and they're actually moving toward that potential mm -hmm. and not just talking. We fall for talking so much. Anybody can say anything. Anything. If you're not seeing the actions behind it. Yeah. And because I do think you can date potential. I do. Okay. I think it's it's I think it's good. Um but you like okay, so I'll say with my husband and a couple other people I know who got married um young our husbands were kind of getting into like the church and just okay. dipping their toes mm -hmm. in and being like, I'm done with that life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I would still take my time because it could be a phase yeah. and then they'd be right back out there in yeah. the street, but it's worth getting to know them, taking their time. Don't write them off. Be like, Oh no, he's a babe in Christ. I need a man of God that's been doing this, a man of the cloth, or I need an educated man. You know what right. I mean? Like you want You to... want them to already be arrived and have it all perfect for <laughs> right. you. Right, like I don't want a minister, I want the pastor or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like you have to use your discernment. For sure. You know, oh, and yeah. you can tell, you know what I mean? Like say for instance, a man wanted a woman with the master's and she only had a bachelor's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever, that's his preference. I don't know why, but yeah. if it was... I would hope that he would encourage her and as her friend first to go ahead and pursue that. Mm -hmm. And then if she's in school pursuing that, then go ahead and continue on with the relationship. But if she's saying, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't, you know, I'm going to do it. Then yeah, that have tells you. You see the fruit of the work. Like, yes. are they just talking the talk or are they also walking the walk? Exactly. And you can see that they're trying to do this or trying to be a certain way or trying to grow. Like, don't discount that just because it might be taking them a little longer. Mm -hmm. But I, I agree. I think you need to use your discernment because I do believe everyone has potential, but not everyone's going to want to tap in that potential. Some mm -hmm. people are very comfortable where they're at and they're like, this is just where I'm going to be at. And it's just yep. going to be a mediocre life. And for me, it's like, I can't, yeah. I don't want to have a mediocre life. I want to do and be all that God created me to be. Mm -hmm. And it might take me a while to get there because it's not easy. Yeah. It's not an easy path for us to get to that point. Mm -hmm. But I'm moving even slowly and that's what I think it's to look at is are you moving slowly I do want to love you for who you are now because I don't want to change yeah. you but I also want to see you grow yeah. but I'm it, it's on your timeline mm -hmm. I'm not gonna force you to be something right now because that's what I want you to be exactly because and I, and I think that and, and you don't and you don't want someone who is arrived first of all none of us yeah, are arrived but all. we should <laughs> inspire each other in yeah. our relationships you want to inspire him to do and be better you want him to inspire you to do and be better so it's like yeah. you know I'm glad I'm glad of who you are and I love you but mm -hmm. I want I do want to you know encourage you to continue to grow mm -hmm. and be better so you're just paying attention to if that person is someone who actually wants to go forward and grow and do better and be better or if they're just like sure if that's what you want to hear <laughs> you know what right. I mean type yeah, of yeah I would never want to be with a yes person like they're all just like okay yes whatever you want you know it's all it's all about you you know you hear the I hate the term 
happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. I actually literally hate that term for the fact that it's like, well, what about you? Are you happy? happy? spouse, happy house. There That's you go. The I like term. that. <laughs> it's like, because I think a lot of times it looks at that, and I think, you know, you, you hear about the Bible and talks about it's better to live on the corner of a roof than with <laughs> a quarrelsome woman. And I, and I think that kind of, it ties into each other, like happy wife, happy life. If she's happy, like I'm happy. But it's like, I don't want that. And, I, and that takes me to the thought of like people who are in relationships and they sacrifice maybe their happiness. Mm -hmm. They sacrifice maybe visions and goals and purpose because mm -hmm. they built their whole entire life around this person. And now they're everything to them. It's mm -hmm. almost like they're their idol. Like, yep. like that's my idol. That's my God. You live in a for sense. them. You live for them. Yes. And you've let go of so many things. You let go of your, your peace. You let go of your happiness. You let go of, of things you aspire in life because of whatever the situation is in your relationship mm -hmm. now. And it's like, to me, I think that's extremely unhealthy. Yeah, but very. to some other people I've talked to in situations like that, they're like, well, why love them? I'm just going to be everything that, that they want me to be. And it's like, but you're still you. Yeah. You're still you. And if you're unhappy or if you're unfulfilled, why not? If that person really, truly loves you, sit down and talk to them about mm -hmm. those things instead of just saying like, oh, well, whatever. They're happy. They're good. I'm yeah. just going to go along with the ride. Yeah, no. <laughs> but there are you're so many people stuck yourself. in yourself. Yeah, it's so many things that you just have to be careful of. And I think that like, because so many of us want to be in relationships all the time, do you think that like one of those reasons is because of pressure from friends and family? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, do you think that plays a big I, part I of think, it? I think pressure in general plays a big part. You know, mm -hmm. you have people who they're like, we've been together for, we've been boyfriend and girlfriend for 10 years. Or we have kids and we've been together That's for true. five years. And it's just expected from family and friends and society that we just stay together. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, whatever the situations. I think expectations from um, the outside world, not who's inside your own like relationship, your own home, your own whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think it plays a big role in that. You know, people yeah. just feel like I'm just going to go for the ride because everyone else thinks that they're a good person. That's true. <laughs> so I had dated a guy. I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into who this person <laughs> is or anything, but I dated a guy. I think it was maybe you. Was it you? I wasn't the guy you dated. No. Of course you weren't the guy that I dated. I hope not. That would be a shock. That would be a turn of events. What kind of podcast is this? No. I'm saying the guy came over to my house, and he was, like, super duper nice. Mm -hmm. And the, whoever it was, I can't remember who was at my house, but I had I was entertaining. I had some people over. Mm -hmm. And they were like, he is so nice. And I was thinking to myself, if they only knew that before he walked up to the store, he cussed me out and called me all kinds of things. And he put it on that front as soon as he came to the door. Oh, wow. Just to show that everyone else that he was a quote-unquote nice guy. <laughs> and I say that. I, say I that think it was me. I, would say, I think you were there. You might not be the only one, but... I thought he was so nice. And I was like, no, he just cussed me out. He's not nice. Um, <laughs> no, I remember that because I remember saying it to you. You started mocking him like, you know. Like, oh, hey, hey, Gabby. <laughs> like, shut up, you're so fake. <laughs> but I say that because we put so much weight on the external world 
they're not in your relationship. Mm -hmm. They don't spend time with this person. Mm -hmm. They don't know the extent of your connection or your love or what goes behind closed doors because in some people's situations it's extremely toxic and they might be in an abusive situation and they hide it well Mm -hmm. and people are like, oh, you guys are so beautiful together and it's like, if you only knew. If you only knew. But people can put on a front and people Mm -hmm. can paint a pretty picture for you. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm like, you got to be careful of that. You got to be careful of the pressures from people because yes, I think it's, it's good to accept counsel from people, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think there are, especially like elders who may have already been through, you know, relationships and marriages and things like that. They can probably steer you and help you along, but you got to be careful. You have to know, like you were saying your own discernment. Mm -hmm. What do you discern from this? Are you ready for Mm -hmm. this? Do you want to be with this person? Do you have a right connection with this person? Are you even willing to be in a relationship or are you just doing it because it's the thing to do? You need to have your discernment when it comes to those things. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Um, I think that, just to go into like some of the negative effects mm-hmm. is you know similar to that like you get stuck there's so many oh married couples who are literally together just because they don't want to go through the embarrassment of breaking up or they don't want the naysayers or the haters to get the last laugh the naysayers and the haters can laugh all oh, day they long want. they can spend the rest of their life laughing but <laughs> laugh i'm happy <laughs> i'm not gonna be sitting around miserable because of other people's expectations and that is the case for so many people or because they like i've already spent so much time into this mm-hmm. but i'm like okay so you spent six seven eight years miserable somebody right. who used to go to church with said they was with somebody for seven years oh and my. then it wasn't until they broke up that they found her husband. And what if she would have just been like, well, I already gave him seven years. I might as well just stay until I die. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. You are, you have so, I mean, we never know when we're going to go from this world, but if you are fortunate to live into your seventies, eighties, nineties, you have so much life Mm -hmm. ahead of you. Who cares if you gave someone five years? I was, I'm a long-term, like, relationship type of person. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship. I've only been in a couple relationships, but I was in... My first relationship I was in was two years, and I was in high school. My second relationship was five and a half years. I don't like just dating around. Mm-hmm. I like relationships. But I was okay with saying, you know what? I've been in this relationship a long time. It's not serving me anymore. It's not making me happy. We've tried to work mm-hmm. it out. It's not working out. Let's go. Yeah, because imagine where you would be right now uh, if you kept forcing I've said it. it before. I've said it before, and and I am not saying, and I I try to be careful with this because, you know, some people will try to take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. I don't ever desire to see anyone be divorced. You know, that's not my desire. However, I understand that we live in a fallen world. I understand that we as humans get ourselves in positions where we make mistakes or we just, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I know for me, personally, if I stayed in a certain relationship, I would have filed for divorce. Mm -hmm. If it stayed the way it was then, Mm -hmm. and I'm here now, there is no way if I put in the work and it still wasn't working and we were still in that same place, no doubt in my mind, I would have left because I Mm -hmm. did everything I could have done. Mm -hmm. And if it's still not working, I don't see value. Like, So I talked to someone one time about something similar to this, and they're like, 
but that that honors God. And I'm like, but God's not honored with you being unhappy. And then I'm just unhappy, but miserable. Some yeah, people are miserable. miserable. I talked to an older woman. I think she was like probably early 70s. And she was ta- telling me about her husband who had passed away. Mm. And she, when she talked about him, you can just hear the misery that was in the marriage. But she said she stayed with him because they were in the church and it was the right thing to do. And I thought to myself, but how is that honoring God when you are his child and you are miserable? You know, you are miserable. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want that from you. It does not honor him because now you're being stifled. Now your dreams and your goals and your purposes are being stifled because you are in an active relationship that you have to see this person every day. And maybe, I don't know what it is. Maybe one person's not putting effort in and the other one is. Or maybe there's just issues that you guys keep clashing on that you Mm -hmm. can't, you cannot fix. I don't know what it is. It's all different. But I know for me, I cannot be miserable for my whole entire life just so people can say something good about me. And the crazy thing is, (laughs) it doesn't even fully impact them that much. They'll say something to you that will have you up all night stressing, trying to make a decision, and they go home and forget they even said it to you because it's not their life that it's impacting. Don't let anybody, okay? no matter what it is, like there's a lot of people in the church that will try and tell you what to do. They don't even make suggestions. They They tell tell you you what to do. (laughs) And you have to remember they are men and women too. They put their pants on one leg at a time Mm -hmm. too. There's nothing wrong with seeking godly counsel, but the best thing to do is seek God. Look for answers from him before you let people tell you, you need to marry them because y'all having sex or you need to marry them because they're pregnant or whatever it is. And then you get married and that's just really unhappy and toxic that is not a good reason (laughs) to get married i'm gonna tell y'all a little secret okay if you get pregnant before you get married you still sin even if you go and get married now it's still a sin honey but i've heard people (laughs) act like it's oh it's covered baby's here y'all already married it's covered no it's not Y'all was still shacking up That's before that happened. That's a mess that, that y'all have created that just <laughs> yes. been, it's not biblical not at biblical. all. The sin is still the sin. It's still, still going to be, you're still going to be forgiven. Yeah. You still have to repent, even whether yeah. you married him or not. Right. You know what I mean? You still have to repent. Have Don't to. go running into a relationship because of what people are telling you that you need to do, that you should do, because mm-hmm. that is not the right reasons not to jump right. into a relationship. It's not at all. No. So we kind of got a little heavy. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is, yeah, it's a very good topic. It it's is. a good, we and can this, go on forever I mean, and ever. I was say, we can literally talk about this in so many different aspects. It's amazing. Yeah, we could. We, we, we got to make this a little, you know, we can always do a relationship series. Oh, we can always do a relationship series. <sighs> I think we could talk about that all the time. Yes. So I want to do something kind of fun okay. and do like this new TikTok trend that I've been seeing. Okay. And it's called like, he's a 10 butt. And so I'm going to give Gabby some scenarios. Okay. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you want to date them or be with this person but what would you rate them based on these scenarios okay okay mm. so the first scenario is this guy is a 10 he's okay. completely fine mm-hmm. as all get out as far as looks his swag the way he dresses he got all of that okay okay but he has a really toxic jealous ex duck if you buck, buck <laughs> listen <laughs> we fighting he a 10, he got everything I want, and you you toxic? We can fight. Girl, now you toxic too. Oh, <laughs> oh my wait, 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 gosh. Let's, let's be serious. Let's be serious. So, 
That is a red flag to me. Yes. For sure, it's a red flag. Because I need to know, like, what the heck did you see in her? Because you may see that I didn't in me. Think about that. Because I'm not about to be toxic and jealous like that. But I need to know that. But some people. But please are just, don't judge me off my exes. Cause. No, because I was saying some people just listen. I got some crazy guys in my corner. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the heck is going on. But I had some crazy guys in my corner. Like you dated Gabby. Yeah. yeah like, right. So I would not judge someone off of that. Yeah. But like I said, if we have an issue, and this is my man. <laughs> we <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> okay, next one. He is a three on looks and clothes okay. and everything, but he has a very successful, lucrative business. I wait. What am I supposed to answer? Yes or no? No, you're supposed to give him a rating. Like <laughs> oh, does a that, rating. Does him being successful bring his score up? Because you didn't even give the last guy a rating. You just start talking about <laughs> not give you buck. I just realized that. Okay, so his rating. Based off of what we talked about, yes. like if we talked about she just crazy person, like I get it, I got some crazies in my corner, so I get it. Okay, but <laughs> if he's like, oh yeah, like I kind of like this toxicity, then I'm like your rating's going down. So I guess it's based off of why she's crazy, mm. you know, maybe you know, or if he did something crazy to her that caused her to be crazy, like got her pregnant and left just and was like okay well we'll say that it's not his he it's not his fault he just realized that that wasn't it for him they was going to different oh directions. well then he's still 10 to me oh he's still uh, a 10 yeah, all he, right i'm caring about her she's toxic she, she's he's toxic. not yeah she's just having a hard time letting go yeah that's <laughs> okay. a 10 i get it you don't <laughs> right. want to let go <laughs> <laughs> okay so he's a three on the looks but he's very successful business-wise does that change his rating um, i mean he might get a point <laughs> he might be a four now I guess for me like I want someone who is successful in their own regard you know I think we all have our own definition of success I think you know you know at one point at some point in my life I would like to be wealthy so mm-hmm. if he has a business and he's it's very lucrative you know he he might be wealthy depending on what the business is mm-hmm. but I don't that's not my that's own. not something it's, that's going to get like, you I'm not, excited yeah, I'm like, not exce- <gasps> I've had men you know, talk, try to talk to me that have flashy things and have money and have accolades. And that doesn't, like, turn me on. It's like, mm-hmm. cool, it's nice, but it just doesn't get So just me. because you have money doesn't bump you up. Yeah, no, I mean, you might be a four. But if you're, like, a Maybe. three and everything else, mm-hmm. like, uh, just because you got some money, like, no, I can find another guy who looks better than you. No, that's not, <laughs> no I'm just I'm just, like, I'm just like, I'm just like, y'all going to be judging me. I'm playing. It's okay, it's okay. I'm playing. <laughs> All right, so he's a two. Oh but my he's God! What <laughs> I know, he's okay. a two, but he's very well traveled and he loves adventures. Yeah, no, you a two. So you don't care. You're a two. <laughs> he want to take you to Dubai and ride. Dirt Can bikes he take and... me to Dubai? Just because he's well traveled doesn't mean that he could still travel with me. <laughs> He might just travel by himself. Okay, we'll assume that he can afford to go on travels with you. I feel like at that point, I'd just be using him. If, if I'm being mm. honest, like if you're a two and I'm not attracted to you, but you like, yeah, I'm going to fly you out. At that point, I'm probably just using him. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I really wanted to go to Dubai. He could take me to Dubai. <laughs> I mean, like, we could be friends. And if you yeah. want to take me as a friend to Dubai, we could go there. That. that works. But I, so I've dated, I've talked to guys who aren't that physically attractive, mm-hmm. you know, who, who, at least by my standards, mm-hmm. they were lower than what I would find attractive mm-hmm. and I've dated them. So I, I'm not acting like I've, I wouldn't date someone who is, you can find attraction five. in other ways. Yeah. You can find attraction in other ways, 
but I do think physical attraction is very important. So if you're a two to me, <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. I, I feel like know. I would bump this person up to a five. Oh. Because I feel like they would be very interesting. I would love to hear now, stories about travel. Now, the adventure, I like and... that because I'm very adventurous and I really want someone who's, like, out there, outgoing. Like, we're going to go do something spontaneous. That's someone who just wants to sit on the couch. So, he gets some brownie points, but... He... See, you know what's... One thing about me is that, like... Oh, people are going to hate me. They're no, they don't. I'm so superficial. I'm really they, not. They, they, I'm the, actually really not. When I watch these trends, it's the superficial things that people drop people's scores are so much worse. Okay. <laughs> they be like, he a rapper and he been at it for 20 years. Uh, you know, oh, whatever. Oh, my gosh. But... I was always the type of person who, like, looks matter, of course. I want to be attracted to somebody. But literally, if I found out something about them or their personality or something, I would now I see them differently. They look sexy to me now. Yeah, oh, for sure. Initially, I just looked at them and they weren't. But if I I feel like if I was to have met someone who I didn't necessarily see them at first and then I overheard them talking or something about... Um, his trip to Bali or something, I would be like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I would be like, okay, you know, it might change a little bit. So, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you um, never know. You, never know. you don't know. You don't. <laughs> okay, next scenario. He's a nine. Okay. Like, he's pretty darn cute. Okay. But he has horrible table manners. I mean, like, he eating with his fingers. He got food on his face, elbows on the table, talking with his mouth open. Does that change his score? It does. It brings him down for sure. <laughs> However, I feel like we can work through that. Hopefully, you know, yeah. maybe I tell him like, um, "How about you uh, chew your food first before you talk? Um, how about you? you yeah. Um, how about you actually use a fork? You don't. You don't eat soup with your hands, sir. Don't eat pick it with up a the spoon. bowl. Um, so I feel like it's something that could be worked through. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's not crazy. It I does bump it down too. a bit. So I'm like Ugh. bump it down to. Uh, so if he says a nine, mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how bad it is. It's bad. Like he's he eating bad, ribs bad. and it's on his fingers and it's on his mouth. And well, he like... I can't judge because when I eat crab legs, it be all over the place. I just <laughs> there's no cute way to eat there's crab no legs. There's no cute way. I just be all over. Like don't take me. If you're going to take me on a date, don't take me to anywhere that I get crab legs. Because y'all here are probably not going to be attracted to me anymore. <laughs> so, okay, let's answer it. So, if it's really, really bad, he's a 9. He probably gets bumped down to a 6. But like I said, I can work that back up to a 9. I, if, I feel if, that. If he's, if he's willing to take my advice, we can work him back up to a 9. I feel like... I would probably find that, like, a little bit endearing and funny. Yeah. You know? Like, I would probably be embarrassed in, like, public places. But on a date, I would probably just think it's, like, kind of cute or funny or something like that. I don't know. But. (laughs) okay. I know that's weird, right? I'm like, oh, you just don't care. I would be so embarrassed. Like, oh, my God. It's all over your entire outfits. What are you doing, sir? Like, dang, oh, I'll shoot my shirt, you know. Okay, so we got another one. Um, He's a 10. He's fine, but okay. he has bad hygiene. Oh, no. He came over, he took his shoes off, and you smell oh, feet. Oh, no. Halitosis. Like, do, do you? Oh, no. Musty. No. <laughs> At this point, you're like a three. No, for sure. I, At a three. I'm going to say a one. And you know what? Again, I feel like that's something that can be worked through. I do. I feel like I feel like if some, if, to me, if someone came to me and said, Gabby, you smell like you went on a marathon. <laughs> like, 
I'm gonna first off I'm gonna be embarrassed, but I'm mm. gonna be like, oh, psh, bet I'm taking showers, I'm switching deodorant, like I'm never gonna be caught like that again. So I feel like if someone desires to mm-hmm. not stink and have bad hygiene, whatever that is, like they'll probably take that um, yeah. advice and work on it. Yeah, I think it can be worked on. Now, some people, they just, they're, they're nose blind. They don't realize they stink. Like, just get in the shower then. If you don't know, if you can't smell yourself, just get in the shower. You're safe. Um, just brush your teeth. You're safe. Like, just do it won't these hurt things. You're safe. Um, but for sure, if you're, I don't care. I don't care if you're off the charts with the looks and everything. If you don't have good hygiene, like, I, I can't. If you're going to stay like that, I can't. I don't know who can, though. Like, is there anybody out there that's, yes. like, willing to date? Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I have seen it. And I'm like, how, God, am I still single? How? And that's not to be mean. What? Listen, I'm not trying to be mean. But I have seen some people, and, and I say this because you see it, they don't take care of themselves. Mm. It's not that, it's not a based off of their attractiveness. Mm-hmm. It's based off you see they don't take care of themselves. They're mm-hmm. walking out the house in all kinds of whatever, just looking very, like, slobbish you know dirty clothes and and again i'm not trying to judge because some people that's all they have mm-hmm. but other people you can tell when they just don't care yeah. and to me i'm like how the heck do you just not care mm-hmm. and you are in a whole entire relationship how how that makes sense yeah i can see that too because people <laughs> do do that they do come in a house like that and it, and it's not about really even what you have because I've experienced poverty growing yeah, up, you, you know. Yeah, you poor and still be clean. And still smell good. Like, one thing my mom was going to do was make sure we got in that bath. Yes. We moisturized. We washed our face, like brushed our teeth. You put yourself together. Even if your clothes were old and somewhat tethered, you can tell when someone's trying to put forth the effort. And when you're not trying to put forth the effort, yes, I see it all the time. There are lots of people like that who are in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I am. I don't know what's going on with me because, <laughs> Jesus, I'm not wonderful but yeah so the hygiene dropped them down to like a two a two two or three yeah for sure okay for sure um so last one okay he's a two okay but he does a lot of volunteer and charity work and just to add an extra kicker some mm-hmm. of charities that you really care about <laughs> i already know what she gonna say no, no you don't yes i, do. I feel like he's a five <laughs> Oh yes! Yeah, sure. I thought you were. Gonna, I'm sorry. He's still a two. No, <laughs> I feel like a five in the sense that you have intrigued me. Mm-hmm. I'm still probably looking at you like you're a two. Like I'm not like like attractive wise. Like <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I mean like you'll be talking to you like this. Like oh, so when did you get involved? Listen, with her hands on my That's why Jesus, like, you're single. <laughs> no. Oh, y'all gonna hate me. This is not me. This is, this is not me. But y'all know. I'm not even about to. They, they know. They know. I don't care. They know. Uh-huh. But I say a five because you intrigue me. Mm-hmm. And I would like to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. Again, that might only be a friend level. However, if I start to really connect with you i can get past certain looks mm-hmm. you know like i said i've dated some ugly, no i won't say ugly guys <laughs> i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say that i have not dated ugly guys i've dated guys who aren't very physically attractive so <laughs> <laughs> i don't 
I, I don't I don't want to say that I would cut it off completely, but mm. that still is extremely important to me. I want to be physically attracted to you. Like when I go out, I want to like look at you and be like, dang, you look so good. Like mm-hmm. I, I want that. Like I don't mm. want to. That's how I be. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> You're in your whole other world. Okay. Uh, but seriously, you want to be that way. So I feel like it's okay to be like I have like. I want to be physically attracted to you. That doesn't mean that I can't eventually build other attractions to you. And maybe I will start to look at you in a different light. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I will start to be like, oh, you know, you, you are kind of cute. And, and when you tilt your head a little bit to the side and, <laughs> and have the light Cut on your you. hair like this. <laughs> yeah, just a little, a little When you wear love. your mask and your hoodie yeah. and your hat. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. That was fun. That was, fun. That was interesting. Got to know some things I about hope y'all. Gabby. Answer these questions so if you too, and be honest. Because I'm not about to be the bad guy. Yeah. If you're a two, just know you need to get involved in some charity work. You get bumped <laughs> then you up can a little come bit. Talk to me. That's, that's so terrible. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm not superficial. I promise you. I'm no, not. she's not I'm superficial. Really not. Y'all, please participate in this and let us know what y'all think about what Gabby said. Share y'all thoughts with us. And be honest us. about yours. Don't be in there lying talking about you know what looks just don't matter to me especially y'all men because y'all know y'all lying y'all looks is the main thing (laughs) yeah so we are going to go ahead and wrap this episode up this was fun this was fun i love i love talking about relationships i I think y'all like listening to them so make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe Mm -hmm. the link is available in our bio make sure you leave us a rate leave us a review Mm -hmm. make sure you don't miss any of our content you don't miss any of our episodes give us suggestions let us know what y'all want to hear send us emails send us dms we love to hear from you guys all in the description so if you ever like how do i get a hold of them Look right there now. Boom. Click it. Boom. You're there. You're with us. All right, yes. y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.